Hello, and welcome to the Christ Church Cathedral podcast. This is the sermon from our past Sunday, recorded live from the cathedral. We hope these words will really speak to your heart and mind. I wonder if some of you watched the space launch this week when Captain Kirk flew beyond our atmosphere into the darkness of space. For those of you who are too young to know Captain Kirk, he was the captain of the Starship Enterprise on the very popular science fiction television show called Star Trek. The show began in 1966 and after several years expanded into films, books, and new television series. Loyal fans called Trekkies, that's not me, uh, held conventions to meet the actors from the shows and movies. Perhaps the most famous Star Trek actor is William Shatner, who portrayed Captain Kirk on the original series of Star Trek. Jeff Bezos, the multi-billionaire owner of Amazon, idolized Captain Kirk and the Star Trek series as a child. Bezos has been working with a team of scientists to develop a space rocket for people who are not astronauts to experience space travel. Perhaps as a publicity idea, Bezos invited William Shatner to be one of four people to blast off into space for a 10-minute ride. Many people were surprised when Shatner accepted the invitation because he is 90 years old. Before the launch, Shatner admitted some nervousness But after the rocket soared into space and landed safely, he emerged from the space capsule full of emotion. He immediately expressed his amazement and gratitude for the experience. He described passing from the bright blue sky above Earth to the utter darkness of the unknown universe as an experience of life and death. His reaction to seeing our planet from space was a feeling of awe and wonder and of immediate concern for the damage our earthly home is suffering now. One could tell from Shatner's heartfelt plea for the care of the earth that his very brief moments in space had touched him deeply. Here is a very famous man who is admired by millions of people as an actor, not only as Captain Kirk, but also in many other roles, reacting to what we might call a spiritual experience and feeling very humbled. Humility is going to be essential in our global struggle with climate change. Human arrogance has been and continues to be a reason why people refuse to acknowledge the urgency of climate action. 
For decades, scientists have warned humanity that the Earth is being damaged by human misuse of resources and resistance to change. The warnings by climate activists used to, ex used to emphasize that our children and grandchildren would suffer in the future. These last two years of floods, wildfires, volcanic eruptions, and disappearing glaciers tell us dramatically that climate change is now, not in the future. Next month, at the International Conference on Climate Change in Glasgow, Scotland, let us hope and pray that global leaders have some humility and understand the urgency of the task before them. Our two scripture readings today remind us as people of faith that we too can be susceptible to human self-righteousness and forgetful of God's love and blessings. Our brief passage from the book of Job describes in detail the beauties of creation. The book of Job is a long story, 42 chapters, in which the central theme is about Job's relationship with God. Job was a faithful servant of God and was blessed with a large family, many servants, and much wealth of animals and prop property. He was considered the greatest man of all the people in his land. But then calamities start to happen. His children begin to die, his crops fail, and his herds of animals do not thrive. He himself suffers with painful illnesses. Throughout all this, he relies on God to help him and denies that God is punishing him for some sin. But after much suffering and sorrow, Job becomes self-righteous and indignant. He becomes angry with God for not caring or alleviating his suffering. Then God answers Job out of a whirlwind. I always feel that that's, you're in trouble then. And that brings us to today's reading for two whole chapters of poetic and descriptive verses. God outlines all the glories of creation in very pointed questions to Job. And I quote some. Where were you when I laid the foundation of the earth? Can you lift up your voice to the clouds so that a flood of waters may cover you? Who provides for the raven its prey when its young ones cry to God and wander about for lack of food? End of quote. And many more questions which emphasize that all Job's past greatness of wealth and status was nothing in comparison to God's deeds of creation. Job is humbled 
and contrite before God. In the end, God forgives Job's self-righteousness and restores Job's blessings. We learn at least two lessons from the story of Job. We learn that God's creation is more magnificent than any wealth or greatness in the human world. We learn that self-righteousness is foolish and unacceptable to God. And that last lesson is something which human beings need to relearn over and over again. We see this same issue in our excerpt from the Gospel of Mark. Two of the disciples, James and John, go to Jesus with a request. When Jesus returns to his heavenly kingdom, they want to sit at places of honor, one on his right hand, the other on his left. Jesus questions whether they can take on the challenges of his mission. When they declare they can, he agrees that they will follow his mission but the honor of sitting on his right and on his left in heaven is not his to give. That is God's decision. Society may honor people who are powerful and wealthy, but the disciples of Jesus must have a different goal. If they wish to be great in God's favor, they must be servants of all people. James and John thought they were above others because they followed Jesus. But Jesus turned their self-righteous beliefs upside down. Arrogance and self-righteous pride have no blessing in God's eyes. Nothing can compare to the majesty of God's creation. This lesson in humility has been and continues to be difficult for human beings to grasp. However, if you were asked who you admire as a person of greatness in our world today or of recent memory, who would you choose? My guess is that you would choose someone who has been a servant of God's people and of God's creation. Many centuries ago, the prophet Micah wrote, the Lord has told you, O mortal, what is good and what does the Lord require of you but to do justice and to love kindness and to walk humbly with your God. So may it be. Amen. Thanks for listening. This podcast is a production of Christ's Church Cathedral. Our original theme and audio engineering are done by Eduardo Farias. For more information, go to cathedralhamilton.ca. We hope you would join us again soon. Have a blessed day.